All right, I want to welcome all of our campuses to the first week of our series entitled Thank You Note. Come on, let's just welcome all those that are joining us. Man, we're excited to have you guys. So I want to begin by asking a question. Here's the question. How many of you guys, all of our campuses, Baton Rouge to Biloxi, all those that are joining us online, how, how many of you would be honest enough to say that you enjoy receiving a handwritten thank you note? Come on, just raise your hand. Okay, I got to tell you guys this. This is something, you know, when I was, I was out of town uh, two weeks ago, and when I came back, I've got a table. It's kind of like a desk slash table. And so my assistant laid out a bunch of things, and she laid out some thank you notes. And I remember when I opened it up, I opened up the first one, and then I kind of went through it a little bit quicker, and then I went to the second one, and I thought to myself, wait, time out. And I just paused. I thought, why are they doing this? Why did they do this? And then I thought, but man, it, they didn't have to do it, but wow, wow, it, 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 it feels it feels good. Man, why did they do this? Wow. And the more I read it, the more I realized what happened on the inside of me. <clears throat> Question. When was the last time you wrote a thank you note to someone? When was the last time you received one? I want to talk to you today about the power of gratitude. The power of, watch this, us expressing gratitude but also what happens in us when we receive gratitude. Matter of fact, I was putting this message together this week, and there was a Harvard Business Review. There's a study that was done. This is really powerful. By a psychologist by the name of Dr. Martin Siligman from the University of Pennsylvania. And here's what he did. He tested 411 people. And with that, he challenged them, and in this study... He said, I want you to personally handwrite a note of gratitude and thanksgiving to someone in your life that you feel that you've not appropriately appreciated. And if possible, if possible, geographically, if you're able to do it, I want you to hand deliver it. The results were astounding. People, they, they talked about when they came back. For 30 days, they tracked. Now, I don't know how they're able to do this, but for 30 days, he tracked their emotional, the resiliency and the health and the buoyancy of how they felt. All these chemicals in their body of how these endorphins and all these healthy, happy feelings that they had based upon what? Watch this. They expressed appreciation. But not just those that expressed it, those that... Received it. Question. When was the last time you wrote a thank you note to someone? Not text, but wrote. When was the last time you received a thank you note? There's something about a thank you note. Why is that? There's something about taking the time to get the envelope and to get the however you have it, the note. And there's something about, there's something about the energy it takes to write it out. And as you write it out and then you sign it and then you put it in there. And then you get the address and then you write it and you put a stamp and, and you actually put it in the mailbox. There's something about the intention. Question, when was the last time you wrote a thank you note? When was the last time you received one? I want to talk to you about the power of gratitude. There's something about encapsulating gratitude and a thank you note. Pastor Steve, in the Bible, is the Bible talk about a thank you note? 
I'm glad you asked. It actually does. The Bible actually talks about the power of expressing our gratitude. And Paul the Apostle models this. David models. As a matter of fact, David in the Old Testament. The power of gratitude. Psalms chapter 119, <clears throat> verse 164. Listen to what David says. Seven times a day, I praise you because of your righteous judgment. Seven times a day. Why not once? Because I'm more grateful than once. Why not twice? Because I've got a lot more to say to God. Why not three times? Well, I'm not quite finished yet because something happened between, well, 10 and 12 o'clock that day. Well, why not four times? Stop. No, no, because in the afternoon, you know what? I get real tired in the afternoon. God did something then. Seven times a day. The word gratitude actually means the positive emotion of appreciation or thanks. Let me say it again. I get the definition I'm going to give you this definition, gratitude, the positive emotion of appreciation or thanks. Gratitude is, it is not only a disposition, but it's a, but it's an action. It's one of those things that, that you are posturing yourself for, but you're also communicating with an action. In other words, someone, they are grateful in their heart. But they watch us, they also express it to others. They express it to God and to others. Question, when was the last time, when was the last time you wrote a thank you note to someone? Now, matter of fact, this is Thanksgiving week for, for those of us in the United States. We will experience and wonderful. How, how many of y'all just love that season? Come on, y'all just love this holiday. My wife and I last night ate turkey just as a warm-up. Can I have a witness in God's house? We really did. We just, it's just so good, man. Wow. Many of you are going to see people this week that, that you've not seen all year long. And you're going to, and you're going to have to make a choice. It's one of those decisions to, to, to find something of gratitude, something on the inside, something that happened. Maybe there's a conflict in a relationship right now with a family member. And you're going to have to dig deep. Why? Because you're going to have to go back to a positive moment when that, when that relationship was in a different place. I want to challenge you as your pastor. I want to challenge every campus, every single one of you. Can you express gratitude to them? Can you find something of value that you can communicate to them? I love what the Apostle Paul says. David said seven times. Paul goes another level. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. Here's what Paul says. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing in everything. Oh my gosh. He went. David did seven times. Now Paul says in everything. That's another level. Gratitude marks somebody's life. You, you know what I'm talking about. You find somebody that's happy. They're positive. You guys know what. You know, we talk about a positive person and Thanksgiving, a gratitude, gratefulness, and attitude becomes gratitude. You know that you love being around those people. They're life-giving. They're happy. They're excited. They're lifters. Paul said, in everything. Everybody say, in everything. He didn't say for everything, but he said in everything, not just seven times a day. David said seven times. He said in everything, what? Give thanks. Who are you thanking? You're thanking God, but you're also thanking those that have helped you in the journey. Question, when was the last time, I'm asking everybody, when was the last time you personally hand wrote 
a thank you letter. When was the last time? Matter of fact, I remember when I graduated from high school. I sat down with my mom and she gave me this list of all of our relatives and cousins. Of course, when you're writing, you know, that your high school graduation that you're thinking, I think I know that person. You want to get everybody there because you know there's something potentially attached to that. And so I wrote, listen, I wrote, I, 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 70 people. All right, 70 people. I got, this is 1987, $3,000. I was like rich for 30 days. Can I have a, I mean. That's a lot. Now listen, watch, watch this. And my mom made me, I sat down, I wrote a thank you letter to every single one of them. I thank you, know, just, just over and over. Can I tell you, 10 years after that, man, thank you so much, Steve. I, I, I got that. Now, I, I graduated from college. I did the same thing to the same list and actually expanded it and I got $500. <laughs> How many know what I'm talking about? Listen, there's only one big, there's only one big celebration for you, man. When was the last time that you wrote a thank you note to someone? When was the last time you took the moments to sit down and to express? Watch this. For some of us, maybe we've had to dig really, really deep to do it. What about that coach? What about that teacher? What about that relative that touched your life in a deep way? I never forget when I was at Tulane University my first year and and uh, man, it was a transition. I didn't study much in high school. And, and man, I just, I didn't have study habits. I didn't have all this. And so, you know, they call them success coaches today. You know, we didn't call it success coaches 30 years ago. We called them like student advisors, I think the name. And there was a guy named Henry. And Henry was, I uh, mean, I had to go to his office all the time. I was like, Henry, I'm really struggling. I got, and I, I remember he had on his wall, coulda, woulda, shoulda, and all these different things. And, 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 and I said, Henry, I want to let you know how, how thankful I am for you. Because I, if you weren't there in my life, if you, if you weren't helping me through this and, and, and helping to make sure I'm taking the right classes and, and encouraging me. And of course, this is way before cell phone. So I'd go and, and he'd write me notes and, and hang in there and, and remember block out this part of the day. And I remember the opportunity I had to tell Henry thanks. Question. I'm asking everybody. When was the last time you sat down and wrote a thank you note to someone? When was the last time that you received one? Let me tell you some reasons why we don't do that. Number one is pride. Pride is a thing that hurts all of us, right? Well, I don't need anybody's help. I'm a self-made man. I'm a self-made woman. I'm a self-made person. Well, time out, time out, time out. God gave you those gifts, talents, and abilities. Where there's no advisor, where there's no coaches, where there are no teachers. In other words, I'll never forget when I saw a coach after many, many, many years, I never had the opportunity. And I remember when I actually told the coach from high school, it wasn't the head coach, it was a position coach. I, I remember in, in, in football, I remember when I was able to communicate about 10 years after that, I started crying. I had all this emotion on the inside of me. Why? Because that person had touched my life. Gratitude does something in them. Gratitude does something in us. When was the last time you wrote a thank you note to someone? Pride causes us and hinders us from, from expressing appreciation to people. Another thing is not only pride, but also a critical and a complaining spirit. You ever been around a life-giving person? Yeah, it's fun, hope-filled Positive, you ever been around a critical and complaining spirit? By the way, in a culture that is ridden with strife and ridicule, how many of you know, listen, we need a whole different outlook. I mean, in a culture that is just filled with criticism, you get extra credit today if you're a critic. 
You get extra points if you're a critic. You can be critical. You can complain. You can rip down authorities. You can rip down people. You can put it on social media. And then people. And then you build a big coalition. And you are a hero. Not according to the Bible. According to the Bible. No, 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 no. According to the Bible, God talks about being life-giving and being, and being a, a person of strength and a person of hope and encouragement. A critical and a complaining spirit. Man, you'll never be thankful and familiarity. You get around people. I, I, I saw a, a gentleman in our church that I've not seen in a long time because he's very old. And, and I saw him out in our community and he wasn't able to come. And his wife, he's not able to come to service. And it's very difficult for him. And, and I remember being able to express to him and I expect to he, express to he and his wife. I just said, man, I want to just thank you so much. I was 22, I was 30 years old. This is 22 years ago. I'm 52 now. And I, and, 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 and I thanked him so much. I, I remember those that are in the church the very first year. Oh my gosh, I wore a full-blown suit. I, my neck, I, I just had this tie. It was so strong. I spit on every single person. Everyone, I rebaptized everybody on the weekend. Whether you wanted to get dunked or not, you got dunked by me personally, right? And why is that? I, and, and I told him, I said, man, thank you so much. Somebody told me recently, they said, I have one of your cassettes from 1999. I'm like, give it back. <laughs> but I thank this individual for believing in me. For giving me a shot. Yeah. It meant a lot. Gratitude does something in our hearts. But it also does something in the recipient. Question, what was the last time you sat down and wrote a thank you note? Yeah. Gratitude shifts your perspective. There's a choice that we have. I'm not denying that there are real things, that, real challenges that people have. All of us do. I'm not denying that in our culture that we're not dealing and grappling with the realities, real issues. I am suggesting to you that you and I, watch this, have the power to choose where our focus is every day. Stories told of uh, two bricklayers in New York, and they were laying bricks and doing their job of 30 years. And a friend came by and walked by, and he asked the first guy, he says, man, what are you guys, how are you guys doing? He goes, oh, I'm terrible. I'm just, I'm just doing the same thing that I've been doing for 30 years. I've been putting these dumb bricks and I've just been doing the same stuff. The next guy says, time out. He says, actually, we have the opportunity every day to build something that ends in a magnificent structure. Two people doing the same job. One had a different attitude. The other one didn't. Gratitude gives us the ability to shift our perspective. It doesn't suggest that we deny the realities of all the things that are impacting us on a personal level, on a cultural level, but it means that we have the power of where we put our focus. <clears throat> where do we put our focus? Do we put our focus on what we have? Do we put our focus on what we don't have? Let me give you guys three things and benefits of gratitude. Number one, gratitude increases our personal happiness and productivity. Most of us think our happiness is determined by our circumstances. If I ask you, say, man, how you doing? If your circumstances are good, chances are you're going to say, doing great. But what if your circumstances are negative? Are you still doing great? Matter of fact, if, if I was to ask you on a happiness meter, 
You know, where are you? One to ten. Well, it depends upon where our circumstances. Is that what Paul the Apostle said? Did he say that we are grateful and that we are happy and that we should be positive based upon all the things that are actually working out in our lives? Can we actually be different if things aren't working out in our lives the way that we thought? Paul the Apostle said, Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Everyone say always. always. Time out. Wait a minute, Pastor. Does Paul actually mean always? The last time I checked, let me tell you what always means. Here it is. You guys ready? Here's what it means. Say it. Always. Rejoice the Lord always. Even when you're struggling, maybe raising a kid. Rejoice the Lord always. Even when there's a shift on your job. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Here's a list of questions that we can ask to test whether or not we're a grateful person. I want you guys to chew on this, all right, this week. Number one, which do you tend to talk more about? Your blessings or your disappointments? Number two, are you content with what you have or always dissatisfied and wanting more? Number three, do you express thanks to others when they help you or do you just tend to take them for granted? Number four, with those closest, oh man, this is real Poignant. I mean, just here it is. With those closest to you, say that you are a thankful person. I think those questions are the ones that we should ask, if not monthly, weekly, if not weekly, daily. Do we tend to put our focus more on what we have, what we don't have? Number two, gratitude shifts our perspective. Pastor Steve, are you suggesting that if I'm a follower of Jesus that all my circumstances should line up? No, I'm not saying that at all. We live in a world where there's trials and there's tribulations and there's things that we deal with. But let me tell you the one thing that you have control over. You don't have control over. I want everybody to hear me. Every campus, you do not have control over all your circumstances. But you always have control over your attitude. You always have control over your attitude. One of my football coaches used to say, you can only control what you can control. You can always control your attitude. Gratitude shifts our perspective. It's a choice. It's a daily choice. I was talking to somebody this last week. They have some real legitimate issues they're dealing with. Real legitimate things. Big time things. And yet at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we still have to choose. We can die right there. Or we can choose to have a different response based upon a different perspective. A, we can choose each day to thank God for our blessings. What did King David say in Psalms chapter 92 verse 1? It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Every day we have a choice. You have a choice. I have a choice. Do we thank God for his blessings in our lives? I love my wife. I love my family. I've never done this. I probably should do this. I've never held the hand of my wife and walked into our laundry room. <laughs> Say with me. <laughs> and said, honey, look at all that dirty laundry. Look at all that dirty laundry. All right, now watch this. I will say this, because it's just me and Jennifer and Annalise in the, in the house, it's a lot less dirty laundry than when I had Isabel, Conrad, and William. Can I have an amen for all the teenagers that have gone on? Come on. And they're in college. 
Okay, now watch this. Watch what I've never done. Honey, look at all that dirty laundry. I've never thanked God for all that dirty laundry, but I should. 1.1 billion people in the world don't have clothes to wear. Have you ever thanked God? I've got to clean these dirty dishes. You probably should. There's a lot of people in the world, they go to sleep at night, they don't have food to put on dishes. It's all a matter of perspective. I got to go bring my stupid car to get fixed again. You ought to thank God that you've got a stupid car to have fixed. Come on, are y'all with me or not? It's all a matter of perspective. I got to take off work to bring my son to the doctor. I prayed with a lot of couples in our church that wish they actually had a child that they could bring to the doctor. It's all a matter of perspective. Thank God for his blessings. Thank God in the burdens. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Life's not easy. I don't, I don't believe that. I, as a pastor, I, I never get up here and tell people. I say, God is good. Life's not easy. But we have a choice. Paul had a choice. Paul's life, my gosh, man, he went through some stuff. He went through trials. He went through tribulations. He went through all kind of stuff. But he had a choice. Every day, you and I have a choice. Please don't miss this. We have a choice. Gratitude increases our happiness, but gratitude, it also shifts our perspective. We have a choice. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities. This is Paul. In reproaches and needs and persecutions and distress, for Christ's sake, for when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Paul had a choice. Some of you guys are facing some heavy stuff, but you've got a choice. You've got a choice. What are you going to focus on? You got a choice. I've got a choice. I believe our world, our culture is waiting for Christians to come forth. No, not perfect people. Forgiven people that have been transformed by Christ that daily choose to focus in on the good, the powerful, the positive, the pure. Yeah, we have a choice. Pastor Steve, does the Bible talk about thank you notes? I'll finish with this. Number one. What does gratitude do? I'll tell you what it does. The first thing it does is it, it increases our happiness. It increases our productivity. You show me somebody with a good attitude, a, a happy, grateful person. I'll show you somebody that performs at work better. I'll show you somebody that, that feels better chemically in their body because of those healthy hormones, those endorphins, that serotonin fills their brain. Number two, you show me somebody that has an attitude of gratitude. I'll show you somebody that doesn't deny the realities of the hurtful things in their life, but they choose to focus in on the good in their lives and others. But I'll give you this last thing. I had somebody tell me one time, I said, Pastor, I'm just struggling relationships. I just struggle. I feel like I get in these relationships. You ever been there before? I just feel like I sabotage them over and over and over. <clears throat> I said, let me give you an antidote. Let me give you something to help you. Some, let me give you some medicine. I'm not a medical doctor. Or I guess I would be a soul doctor. You, get, you ready? Here it is. Here, here's what I would say. Why don't you try thanking anybody that comes into your life 
for whatever you possibly can. Did Paul, is that a biblical concept? It is. Three, and I'll close with this. Gratitude enhances our relationships. It's going to help somebody right here. Do you know the Apostle Paul? Do you know the Bible is divided in the Old Testament and then the New Testament? The first four books of the New Testament are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels. And then it starts, to, and then the book of Acts, which is a historical book, covers about 30 years of the beginning of the church. And then two-thirds of the New Testament after that is written by the Apostle Paul. There's others that wrote. John that wrote, Peter that wrote, but Paul wrote most. Do you know how he began? You ever thought of this? It's a thank you note. Listen to this. The apostle Paul knew something about the power of gratitude. And some of you guys this week, I'm telling you, your Thanksgiving is going to be totally different because of this truth. Watch how he opened up Romans chapter 1, verse 8. First, not second, not third. First, I thank my God for all of you. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. These are letters. These are thank you notes. This is what Paul's writing. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 4. He says to the church at Corinth, here's what he says. I always thank God for you. What do you think it did in them? What do you think it did in Paul? Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16. I've not stopped giving thanks for you. Remembering you in my prayers. Question. When was the last time you sat down and wrote a thank you note to someone? When was the last time? When was the last time you received a thank you note? Philippians chapter 1 verse 3. I thank my God every time I remember think about in my life, the times when I've been depressed and discouraged, and the one thing, the one thing, the one thing, there's only one thing that pulls me out of that, it pulls me out of that, is when I begin to express gratitude. Man, I've been married 26 years. We can always find the negative in our relationships, right? Whether it's a child, whether it's a spouse, whether it's co-workers, you and I have a choice. I I received something yesterday right before I was getting ready to preach. I got a text from my son. And uh, man, this really blew me away. Talk about timing. It was a picture of him and I. He had no idea what I'm talking about. And he just thanked me. Can I tell you something? Whew. When your 21-year-old son texts you and thanks you for being his dad, I believe Jesus is coming back at any moment. I just, I just, any moment. Matter of fact, I went like this. I went, the redemption draweth not. You know what I'm saying? Listen to me, listen to me. Don't miss this. It did something in me. Young people that are watching me at all the campuses, thank your parents this Thanksgiving. Thank your parents at Christmas. Thank your parents in January. It does something in you. And it does something in us. I'll close with this. What do you think it does in the heart of God? When we say thanks. I'm talking to some people that are struggling in their marriage right now. Why don't we just start expressing gratitude to our spouse? And I want to thank you for this. I want to thank you for doing this. I'm talking to some people that are maybe struggling in their relationships with their kids. I've been there. Why don't we identify the positive 
I want to thank you for this. I just started crying yesterday. I just started crying when I got that. Yeah. Gratitude changes everything. When was the last time you wrote a thank you note or you received one? It'll change your life. I'm going to ask everybody to bow their heads. Every campus. I sense the Holy Spirit just in a wonderful way right now. The presence of Jesus is here. My question is, do you know Christ? All those that are joining us online, all of our campuses, let me take just literally one more minute. The very first step, the very first step in having a relationship with God is confessing Him as your Savior. Question, do you see your need for God? The Bible says all have sinned. I've sinned. You've sinned. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all need Christ. We all need to be washed and forgiven of our sin. Question, are you at peace with God? Do you know that you know if you die today that you're ready to stand before God? 33 years ago, I was 19 years old. I was a freshman at Tulane University in a Bible study, a college Bible study. And I was presented with this. Do you know Christ? Are you ready to stand before God? Here's what the Bible says. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I can't save you. Church of the King can't save you. Jesus is the one who saves. I can point you to the one who saves. Do you know that you know that your sins have been forgiven, that you're ready to stand before God? With everybody's heads bowed and eyes closed, church family, I, I promise you I'm not going to embarrass you, but just right where you are. If you say, Pastor Steve, pray for me. I need Christ. I want to be at peace with God. I want to surrender my heart to Christ. I need the blood of Jesus to wash me, to cleanse me, and to make me new. If that's you, the count of three. Would you just lift your hand right where you are? You need Christ. If that's you, one, two, three. Quickly, hold your hand up high. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. God bless you, buddy, right here. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you up top. Anybody else? Pastor T, God bless you, ma'am, right there. Anybody else? Pastor T, pray for me. I need Christ. I'm not sure about my relationship with God. Pastor T, pray for me. Anybody else up top? Say, Pastor T, pray for me. I need Christ. I'm not sure about my relationship with God. Church family, we're going to pray right now. Let's just, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, we're going to pray with those that are trusting Christ, the most powerful prayer they'll ever pray. Let's pray with them. Say, dear Jesus, come on, everyone. Dear Jesus, I come to you today, a sinner in need of a Savior. Say, Jesus, I repent of my sin. I let go of my past, and I turn to you. I turn to the cross. Say, Jesus, wash with your blood. Give me a new heart, a new life, a new reason to live. I say this, say, Jesus, I take my life and I put it in your hands. Let me pray, Father, I thank you for the sealing work of the Holy Spirit and the word of the living God taking root deep in the hearts of your people. In Jesus' name. Wow, what an amazing message. And hey, if you're making the decision right now to give your life to Jesus, we are so excited. We believe this is the best decision you could ever make. The Bible says that right now, all of heaven is rejoicing. And we, as your church family, are celebrating with you. We're so excited. Yes, and if you have any questions whatsoever on what it means to follow Jesus, or if you need prayer, please let us know right now in the chat room. We would love to talk and pray with you right here. And as you begin this journey of following Jesus, we don't wanna just 
have you figure it all out on your own, we would love to walk with you and to help resource you as you begin this new life with Christ. If you would click the link in the chat room right now or text the word decision to the numbers 822-822, one of our pastors would love to follow up with you and hear your story. Well, guys, that's it for this week, but join us next week for week two. And if you're in America, happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next week.